Oh, now they need to see my birth certificate. Hmm. Honey, where do we keep the birth certificates? Why? Buying socks. Socks. I'll check upstairs. It's easy to be unsafe online. You're the best. Now it's easy to help protect yourself. Norton 360 with LifeLock gives you device security, a VPN for online privacy, and identity theft protection. All in one. Opt in to cyber safety. Save 25% or more off your first year at norton.com slash news. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. My dad used to say that. Sure, yeah. It's from Geico. Yeah, whenever I would ask my dad for life advice, he'd sit me down and say, son, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. And look at me now, a well-adjusted adult with a drawer full of plastic bags I'll never use. <laughs> okay, I'm confused. Was your dad a licensed GEICO agent? Nah, he was just a real good dad. GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Okay. What? So what, you want me to set a line? I mean, why, man? I mean, everybody, everybody's doing it now. I mean, it's basically cliche now. But... Also, you realize no one can hear you, so it basically sounds like I'm talking to myself back and forth. But anyway, yeah, I don't, I don't want to do it. Like I said, everybody's saying it. It's, it's, yeah. Everybody that's probably going to hear this probably heard it a million times. And what's the point of me saying it? It's not like I have the audio of Benedict Cumberbatch saying the line and all that. So it just be me just repeating this same cliche that, I mean, what's the point? Okay, yeah, yeah, look, look, waste of time. All right, fine, I'll do it, I'll do it. We're in the end game now. of America. Here's the podcast where we talk politics, a little entertainment, some culture, and this and that from the road to your ears. This is Trend Chat with your host, Brian Bledsoe. And from the illustrious studios here in Indianapolis, Indiana, this is Trend Chat. I am your host, Brian Bledsoe, and if you want to Connect with us We're on Facebook Instagram Twitter or Snapchat It's all the same name At TrendChat247 Also If you like this I hope you love it Share Subscribe We're available on Google Podcasts Apple Podcasts Spotify Our Heart Media And other popular Podcast outlets So I appreciate everyone That's listening in right now And if you are listening And again If you like this Share it among your friends Share it among your enemies. I don't care. Just get it out there. So, yeah. So, um, again, a little bit of the behind the scenes. But, yeah, I, if you if you don't know, I'm not going to say like everyone knows what's coming up this week. This weekend, especially it's um, Avengers Endgame. So this is being recorded Thursday night. Matter of fact, we're maybe under an hour before we see Avengers Endgame. And I tell you, I know I'm excited. <laughs> I mean, we're talking about 11 years of story of story making of of this story that's been over a course of over 20 movies. 
And this is the culmination of all that. So for the people that have been invested in all of this, I mean, right now, I think I mentioned in a couple episodes before there were um, the tickets went on sale like almost about four weeks ago. And I got a ticket to watch tonight on Thursday, but I bought that ticket three weeks ago. <laughs> I never bought a ticket that early. The earliest I ever bought a ticket was uh, like a day before, <laughs> but, and I wasn't even planning on doing, doing this, but you know, given the, if you don't know, I'm a truck driver, so I don't know where I'm at the next day, let alone know where I was going to be three weeks ago. <laughs> but given that this week we'll be at um, the NRA annual meetings, so I knew I'd be in the Indianapolis area. So like, since I know that ahead of time, I guess I might well see if I can get a ticket. And funny, I was just going on the sites just to see, just to take a look as far as um seats and show times and everything. But then when I clicked on the times, I noticed that um, most of these seats are gone. <laughs> and this, mind you, this was three weeks ago. Three weeks ago, this the seats that were available were front row. Like right in the front of the screen. That was the only ones that were available. And even some of those was all sold out. So, but yeah, anyway, I was managed to find one, one seat <laughs> in a in a good spot. Put it that way. I don't I'm not sitting in the corner in the front row looking straight up at the screen. So at least I got one good seat. So but yeah. Um and I'm not surprised about Thursday being sold out all the way through, but probably Friday. I'm guessing Saturday as well. You have some theaters that are going to be open 24 hours for um, this weekend for Avengers Endgame. That is crazy. I think the last time I remember, I think there's been other times, but for me, the last time I remember was almost was a, well, I think it was when Star Wars came out, The Force Awakens, I think. Off the top of my head, I'm trying to think. Uh, maybe it was Spider-Man, but um, Spider-Man Homecoming, maybe. I don't know. But, um, but yeah, so did you got uh, what like AMC or Regal, the major theater chains, and they're going to be open twenty four hours this week weekend for this. So, and also given the fact that it's three hours long, so, but I, I don't think that the runtime is going to be much of an issue. Given, like I said, we're talking about wrapping up such a huge story that has been put together, and so I. I think it's a good amount of time actually for to to do everything right. That's what I I think that um think it's think it's just right. Now well as of right now, people are done with the marathon that there was uh, that was going on because <laughs> some theaters were were, ho- were hosting a um Marvel movie marathon where people paid to watch all 22 movies and obviously at the end you watch Avengers Endgame and it was a total of 59 hours so it started on Tuesday Tuesday Wednesday and ended tonight and like I said by the by the time we're recorded it's they're done I'm, I'm guessing they've already watched the movie I'm, I'm pretty sure all those people are dead asleep right now 
Because if they stayed up 59 hours straight and watched everything, more power to you. I know I did the Star Wars marathon what, um, a couple of years ago, but that was just seven movies. And uh, if they stuck around and saw all 22 movies along with a, with the three-hour <laughs> kicker at the end, <laughs> hey, you know, you're a better person than I am. <laughs> I can't say I would have done that. I, I, I'm pretty sure I wouldn't. Now, I'm saying this at the same time. I'm probably going to do the Star Wars a marathon at the end of the year when Episode 9 comes out. I wouldn't be surprised, especially if I know I'm going to be in town or, or I know where I'm going to be on the day of, of um when the marathon is going to start. So, I don't know. I, I may do that, too. Well, I might do that one. Like I said, I can't see myself doing the 22 uh, moving one. That was, whew. but I know, I guess, I mean, for one, this is no spoilers here. Let me go ahead and say that. I just make sure I said that because unfortunately, because some sad soul or souls out there have gone out and um, were able to get the movie leaked online. And so, Unfortunately, people are like unexpectedly being um, being spoiled on the movie. And so uh, fortunately, I have, I've been able to avoid it, thankfully. But some people got caught, you know, especially if you're all over social media. So. But with that, hopefully, um, you know, it it wasn't too bad, at least maybe. Um, I don't know, but yeah, that's it. It's sad that people just want to be out there and just spoil it for everybody, especially for something like this. But you know, you just got people suck, <laughs> you know, it's just, just how people are out there. And, and so that's what I'm saying. Like, this is no spoilers here. And like I said, well, for one, I haven't seen it at all. And I haven't seen any of the stuff that happened online either. So, um, so none of that. But I guess I just give a little bit of uh, predictions as far as what I think will happen, at least. And um, I, I guess the first prediction I will have is how much it's going to make. So Infinity War was the highest opening of all time when, uh, last year. And it made $640 million in the opening weekend. <laughs> so... For one, I think it's going to pass that. I guess I'm thinking maybe probably 700, 800 million. That is a huge astronomical number to make in your first weekend. And I would not be shocked if Avengers Endgame turns out to be the first movie to make a billion dollars in its opening weekend. Now, 640 to a billion, that's a long way. But I'm just saying, like, it wouldn't shock me that one day we're going to get to that point. It might be with this. Who knows? I know one thing. It definitely has um, been advertising everywhere. I mean, someone as myself who who was who was ready to watch this movie. I was getting sick of the marketing. I was getting sick of all the commercials. I'm like, I'm tired of watching these commercials. I'm ready to watch the movie now. And they're trying to make sure everybody in the world knows that this movie is coming out. I mean, I'm guessing there's probably like, there's probably some, I don't know, 
some kids in the middle of the desert in Africa that probably know about this movie. And it's funny because I actually understand why they have to like go overboard with all the marketing because even though as much as they have been advertising this movie, I'm pretty sure there are still people out here that have no idea that this movie is coming out. And yeah, so so they're just going to like bang you upside the head as many times as possible. Hey, Avengers coming out, Avengers coming out. Yeah, so. <laughs> but for me, thankfully, the wait is over. <laughs> About to watch it um, in less than 30 minutes now. But But before we get to that, we're going to well, I haven't even mentioned who we have on. So we have Justine Murray on and we're going to talk with her about all the things that she has going on. And trust me, she, she, she do, she do a lot. And so you'll hear it in the interview. And matter of fact, we're going to, we're going to go with that next actually. So after a word from politics, we'll, we'll go right into our interview with Justine. Hello, this is Brian Bledsoe, host of Trend Chat, also contributor at Politichicks.com, here to tell you about the new book called Politichicks, A Clearing Call to Political Activism, with over 300 pages from contributors like myself, talking about topics such as education, social issues, healthcare, the Second Amendment, and of course, activism. I encourage you all to check it out at Politichicks.com, and is also available at Amazon and Barnes & Noble. This is Dana Lash, and you're listening to Trend Chat. got a chance to speak with justine murray a couple of days ago and one thing that we um we talked about as far as recently the president signed an executive order to protect free speech on campus and don't know if you was able to to watch that press conference or see any of the pictures from that but justine was one of the people who was standing right next to the president while he was signing the executive order. So we asked her about the experience about that and, and other things. And like I mentioned before, um, she has plenty of other things going on, which we'll get into. So without further ado, here's our interview with Justine. And we're very pleased to have Justine Murray with us. Now we can go down a list of accomplishments, uh, or, things that she is involved with. I'm just going to try to give a little bit of it. She is a fellow at Campus on Campus, uh, also Chief of Staff at the New York Federation of College Republicans, Campus Correspondent at Campus Reform, Director of Communications, New York Federation of College Republicans, Vice President of NYSCR Women's Leadership Caucus, intern for John Kekko at, uh, for Congress <laughs> in Syracuse, news reporter analyst at Citrus TV, and also the current Miss Garden State 2019. Justine, how are you doing? 
I'm great. Thank you for having me. <laughs> so, I mean, as I mentioned, there are other things as well that I <laughs> could go down, but I would just, I mean, I only have 45 minutes, so I just want to get down some of the some of the things that you were involved with. So, first off, since you wear so many hats and crowns, apparently, <laughs> how do you juggle all of that? Yeah, so that's a great question um, because I'm a full-time college student as well. So sometimes oh. my parents will, sometimes my parents will ask me, um, "Do you still go to school?" And I have to remind them, "Yes, I do." Um, so it's yeah, it's definitely hard to juggle, um, but it's worth it. And I just try to find time and organize for everything. <laughs> <laughs> now. From all that that I just read, it's apparent you're very involved politically. So I guess first off, what got you interested at first? Sure. So I started getting interested in politics since I was about 10 years old. And as little as I knew, um, being a 10-year-old, I tried to, you know, watch the news. My parents always had the news, whether it was Fox News, MSNBC, CNN. They wanted me to get a good, a, a well-rounded view of all of the sides, all of the parties, everything that was going on in the news, just to be informed on current events at a young age. And I got interested when I was 10 years old, the McCain-Obama election was going on. So I I was already kind of a McCain supporter, um, but I still only knew what really a 10-year-old could know. And I, I tried to get my friends at school interested in current events, they would laugh at me. Um, and then that just went on throughout high school and, and in, in college. And what really got me interested in politics at college is that I've been finding when, when you speak a certain political opinion here, you're going to get shut down. Um, college is supposed to be a place where you can think critically. It's supposed to be a birthplace or a launching pad for differing ideas. But unfortunately, it's just not anymore. And I'm interested. I, I'm I'm here to change that, and I'm here to try to turn that around. Well, I guess in one sphere where you're looking to to do that is through campus reform. And I, I've seen a number of your articles and the work that you've done with uh, campus reform. And give us uh, an idea as far as your work with them, and I guess in other experiences is what's going on on campus involving free speech. Right. So I started with campus reform in November. And I remember before I started with them, I, I read their articles online. I didn't realize that – I actually didn't realize that there were student correspondents, people who were going to college, um, who could write articles and who could expose what's happening on their own campus as well as other campuses. And – I saw what was going on in my campus um, it, after I was banned from campus property. Um, it was called the multicultural floor of my dorm last year because I dressed up as Melania Trump for Halloween. <laughs> and the, the residence director of, of that dorm or that floor in the dorm, he said that my costume, Melania Trump, um, it represents a person who oppresses marginalized identities, and therefore I'm not allowed on that floor um, because 
my costume was discriminatory. And meanwhile, they call themselves the multicultural floor. Uh, Melania Trump is as multicultural as you can get. She speaks five to seven different languages, and she's not from America. She's from a different country. Um, so it's ridiculous. And I, I yeah, I, I saw this shutting down of free speech on my own campus and other campuses, and I just wanted to do something about it. So from that, and also other situations that happened as well, kind of led uh, President Trump to to write the executive order as far as to to promote free speech on campus. And I, I remember looking on Fox News and seeing someone very familiar standing right next to the president, that being you. <laughs> and yep. um, I I did not even know. I knew that you were going to the to the White House according to your social media, but I, I guess I didn't put two or two together. And then when I saw you there, I was like, oh, hold on, I know, I know her. And so um, I took a couple of, you know, screenshots and sent it off to you and just, yeah. I guess first off, uh, one, when did you get the invitation? I got the invitation about a week before the signing, and I got it in my junk mail. <laughs> so huh. I didn't even know, <laughs> I didn't even know it was there at first. And then, interestingly, I shot that White House black market. So then when I when I looked in my junk mail, I, I thought, oh, is that like White House Black Market? You know, one, one of the emails they sent me. Um, but no. That's another White House. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, I had it confirmed. My parents didn't believe me. They, they thought that someone was playing a trick on me. Um, so they actually contacted the White House um, just to make sure that it was it was real, and the the White House representative said, "Yep, it was real." Um, and I was so excited; I, I couldn't believe that I actually got invited to this. Um, and I was, it, it was just an honor. Now, now that goes to a lesson to everyone that is listening: check your junk mail. You never know what's in there. I mean, just yes. by hearing hearing you, I'm going to start checking my junk mail. I might have missed a couple of invitations myself. And I haven't even thought about that. So, uh, yeah, everyone listening, you might want to check the junk mail. You might have an invitation to the White House in there. Just, you know, just know. So, um, yep. now, also, like I said, you got the chance to stand right next to the president. So how was that whole experience, that, that whole day in, in meeting the president? Right. It was it was an honor for for all of the students that were there, not just me, who have fought free speech battles on their campus more rigorous than mine for years. Um, and it was it was great to see um, work and, and the, the fighting we did and the struggles we've actually gone through pay off. When the president signed the free speech order, it was like a, a beacon of hope for everybody in that room, not just on stage, um, for all of the students that were in that audience. I've, I've known people who they were suspended from their school. They were put on academic probation because they wore a Make America Great Again hat in on their campus Starbucks. Uh, so, so I, I thought my stories and my experiences were bad. But then I've heard the stories that whole day of of other students um, who were either suspended. Um, a colleague of mine who was punched in the face at, at UC Berkeley, and mm-hmm. and it was just a victory for all of us and for all students in the U.S. who are facing free speech battles of their own. Oh, and and well, and also 
Do you have any more interaction with the president other than what what we saw on at the during the signing? So the president was talking to all of us a little bit um, on the stage, and we had some small talk. I remember he was looking for the pen to sign the executive order with, so he thought I had it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I wish I did. <laughs> um, the lady next to me had it. Um, so he also just talked to us about how how great it is to be here, um, how important this executive order is, and I was – I have to admit, I was starstruck. <laughs> and you did get a, um, you got your own pen, right, from the sign? I did. I did get my own pen, and I use it to take notes in school. Wow, really? I'm surprised by that. Nope. I was thinking you might have it, like, in a case somewhere. I am, um, yeah, I actually have it in, like, my makeup bag uh, mixed <laughs> with, like, other pencils, like, because I like to keep it handy. <laughs> Well, yeah. hey, it, it's your pen, so hey, use it how you want to use it. Now, True. what's so? What's um? I guess what's next, and what are you working on with the uh, campus reform? So, well, just recently, I figured out the same the the same RSO. They call themselves the RSO Review Board um, at my university. The the student review board that rejects or denies uh, campus chapters. That same board that rejected my Young Americans for Freedom chapter on the basis that our recognition of the U.S. Constitution is exclusionary, they just approved of a pro-Palestine chapter, which is hosting something called Israel Apartheid Week next week in the Student Center. Um, now, that's pretty exclusive itself because they're excluding Jewish students and they have this idea that Zionism um, must be defeated. Um, over 90% of Jewish Americans identify themselves as Zionists. So I find that pretty anti-Semitic of this group. Um, but, nope, our student review board at Syracuse just accepted that group. Apparently, they're not exclusionary enough to get rejected by them. And I'm pitching yeah i'm pitching a story for campus reform um and i i like to write that up um so i'm going to this apartheid week and i'm just gonna probably take video and see what they have to say and cover it now that kind of connects with uh, your work with camera as well now I, I mentioned that as one of the one of the things that you were involved with and so um so i guess let us know what what is camera and and what are you doing with them? So CAMERA, well, CAMERA, the organization, it promotes accuracy in Middle East reporting. So what this group does is whenever there's a mainstream media outlet uh, promoting anti-Israel falsehoods um, or just falsehoods in Middle East reporting in general, um, CAMERA will write a counter article correcting that. And they have a student program um, called Camera on Campus where students can become fellows for the organization. And what they'll do is they'll, during their year as a fellow, they'll write at least three op-eds um, or articles um, talking about um, issues relating to anti-Israel biases, whether it be on college campuses or throughout mainstream media outlets um, or if it's just the current events issue 
um, related to the Middle East. If people want to know more about you and want to connect with you on social media, where would they go? Sure. Um, so you can um, find me on Twitter. You can find me on Instagram. And you can find me on my Facebook page. Um, so both my Instagram and my Facebook page is at Justine Brooke Murray, all lowercase, J-U-S-T-I-N-E-B-R-O-O-K-E-M-U-R-R-A-Y. And my Twitter handle is um, my first name, capital J-U-S-T-I-N-E, underscore Brooke. Um, and the Brooke, the B is capitalized as well. So that's my, those are my social media handles. If you want to follow my journey with Campus Reform, Camera on Campus, um, and the continuous free speech battles that I'm fighting along with other students. Okay. All right. And, but you know, before we go, there's one other thing I did not mention in all the things that you're doing, but I, I have to ask. I saw one um, part saying you're an actor as well. I am. So I've done acting since I was seven years old, and I still do acting, um, but since I go to college, it's gotten a little bit harder um, because a lot of the auditions are in New York City, and I'm up at Syracuse. So that plus I've been working um, with Campus Reform and, and doing more political stuff. Um, it's, it's all a balance, and I hope to continue pursuing acting maybe after I graduate. Well, you are doing so much. So, and I just just want to say, you know, we've been connected through social media for a while, and you know, it was great to finally meet you at CPAC recently. And I just want to say, you know, thank you for all that you're doing. I mean, you are doing a lot, and I just want to say I appreciate everything that you that you are doing. Yeah, thank you so much for having me, and I, it was so great meeting you at CPAC as well. And I look forward to speaking you speaking to you soon. Hey, this is Benny Johnson. You're listening to Trend Chat with Brian Bledsoe, the best beard in the business. Hello, Trend Chat fans. The Founding Project invites you to experience our latest resource to take civics to citizens, TFP's new website. Visit us at www.thefoundingproject.com. Be a part of the civics movement with The Founding Project. The Founding Project is a 501c3 education nonprofit. Join us today. Thanks to Justine for joining us. So, as we're recording this, we're, for us, as far as going to watch Avengers Endgame, we're like 10 minutes. Um, actually, I am parked right outside the theater. <laughs> and as soon as we are done here, we're going to upload it. And we'll, by time, <laughs> by time it actually hits the internet, we'll be probably sitting in the theater. So, <laughs> So, as far as that goes, as far as Avengers Endgame, you know, we want to know who's going to die, who's not going to die. Maybe nobody dies. Who knows? <laughs> uh, what's going to happen 
here on out and and yeah I, I am can't wait to see it but also as i mentioned in the beginning we are here in annapolis and the 148th annual meetings of the national rifle association is going on this weekend and so we'll be here for all of that uh, president trump's supposed to speak by president pence supposed to speak among with many others and as the past couple of years we'll try to get some interviews and we'll play all that next week and so as far as what to expect i mean i normally have a a, a great time meeting everyone get a chance to talk about um our rights especially our second amendment right and just be around more like-minded people it just kind of like cpac you know cpac with a lot more guns <laughs> but um but that being said i mean when it comes to second amendment it's not really it's not a conservative issue or liberal issue well, at least it shouldn't be this shouldn't be a partisan issue but it has become one um so much so where i'm pretty sure there're going to be people there protesting um you're going to have your your gun control you know people out there and um, basically <laughs> want to basically take away our right to to bear arms and i'm pretty sure they'll be out there um they'll be doing their thing or whatever and hey that's their right just alone they don't you know don't do anything to me or or anybody there you can say what you want i mean i i totally disagree with their stance but hey just as much as i would be on the other side if they were out there if you know if if they had an event about gun control i'll be right out there saying about advocating for my right to bear arms so if i just flip it around so and i, I would expect them to you know for them to um honor my right for free speech on that end just as much as i will honor their right to free speech um, this weekend, like I said, I know they're going to be out there. So, but hopefully maybe might have a conversation. Maybe. Or it might just turn out like it always is on social media. Just be a whole bunch of people shouting at each other. But anyway, that being said, like I said, we'll be getting some interviews and we'll play all that next week. So, um, well, we're so close. Matter of fact, you know, I'm ready to get into the theater. So, and with yeah like i said with that i appreciate everyone listening i really do i really hope you're enjoying this and you will tell your friends your family and your foes your enemies your, your yeah yeah the person yeah i don't i don't care who you tell really i, I just we just want to have trend chat to grow and that's what we're what we're looking for and and the only way to do that is if you're if you, yeah, I'm talking to you who are listening to, <laughs> to like, share and subscribe. Like, like I said, we're on Google podcasts, Apple podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and, and on and on. So, uh, I, like I said, I don't know all the outlets, but yeah, most of them just look up trend chat. You should find it. So again, thanks to Justine Merv for joining us and, 
when I know who we interview next week and I will put that out as far as who will be on and yeah, that's it. So thanks for listening and until next week, we'll chat with you later. Cox can help make your home smarter and your life easier. Now you can use your Contour voice remote to connect to your home life cameras so you can view them right on your TV screen using simple voice commands. That makes it easy to keep tabs on what's happening around your home right from your couch. Need to keep an eye on the kids when they're playing outside? Just say, show me my backyard camera into your Cox voice remote and watch them while you're in the house. And if you're waiting for a delivery and want to make sure it's there on time, no problem. Just say, show me driveway camera to check on it with your Home Life HD cameras on the TV screen while you go about your day. When you live in a home powered by Cox Internet, you can stay connected to what matters and let Cox take care of the rest. To learn more about all the benefits of your connected home, visit cox.com slash thisishome today. Guys, as we get older, we all start to notice minor changes in sexual performance. It happens, but you can stop Mother Nature. Whether you're just starting to develop erectile dysfunction symptoms or are suffering from chronic ED, call Metro Men's Health. Skip the pills and injections. They're only temporary and lose effectiveness over time. Metro Men's Health treats the root cause of ED, lack of blood flow, so it works long-term. Metro Men's Health uses the most advanced and clinically proven wave therapy on the market to actually repair aging blood vessels and restore them to a younger you. Get your spontaneity and your confidence back with safe, effective treatment from Metro Men's Health. Visit MetroMensHealth.com or call 833-687-0700. Don't let ED get worse. Call Metro Men's Health today, 833-687-0700, 833-687-0700.